Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. It is the first episode of 2024, so I was like, let's do a little list episode where I'm going to be listing out, breaking it down piece by piece, seven practical dieting tips. And to be honest, I always say the word realistic, but someone literally came to me in my DMs and was like, Lauren, your advice is so practical and reasonable. And I was like, damn, that word practical. I'm actually obsessed with it. Like not a sexy word that we think about all the time, but I do want to make nutrition practical. Practical means it's approachable. It's no nonsense. It's realistic. And it's actually something attainable. I think sometimes when we see these Pinterest boards, when we decide we want to lose weight, and you look up like meal prep inspo or workout inspo, nothing's worse than when you get a plan or you see something online that is just so unrealistic. It looks so aesthetically pleasing, but I don't know if this is actually going to fit my life. I mean, I work with mothers, not with just one kiddo, but like two or three kids. I work with women that travel all the time. I also work with women who are so stressed out and have a lot on their plate And they're actually so stressed out also about their weight loss goals now, which is the exact opposite of what we want to happen. Like we want this to fit their life. And the reality is every day you have to eat, every day you have to make choices. But at the end of the day, how can we make weight loss easier? So I rounded up my seven most, I think, helpful. I mean, I could make this list very long, of course, like I always do. I always come out with new podcast episodes, but I wanted to cover seven of my most practical dieting tips that if you are jumpstarting your progress come the new year, if you are wanting to double down on what is working, continue to see even more progress than what you've seen already. And if you're just looking for something to really simplify this so you can focus on simple things, take what you need from this list, leave what you don't need. But here are my seven practical dieting tips for you. The first tip on my list is y'all know I use food tracking with my clients. We use calorie tracking and even habit tracking with our signature progress tracker as part of my method to track your habits, track your execution, obviously hold you accountable and understand what to tweak and change. So my first tip is related to food tracking. Now, you don't have to track your food to lose weight. I just find it really effective because, I mean, think about your finances. If you had no idea what was coming in and coming out, how the hell are you supposed to know where you're at and if you have enough money to pay your mortgage, right? And you know, pay for that purse that you want or whatever it is, right? Or pay for your kids' Christmas gifts, right? But at the end of the day, that's why I actually really love tracking. You can lose weight without tracking, but we have to understand this process or portions to be able to, as I say, like earn that right to not track and be able to lose weight and see progress. But my first tip for you is when it comes to food tracking, I want you to log your meals before you eat them. And I particularly want you to do that because when you log your food ahead of time, you're not retroactively putting something in when the damage is already done. I see this happen with a lot of clients and it's something we do try to avoid and we address. But when you are retroactively putting in food, 
it kind of creates a situation where you're either going to feel guilty because you didn't hit your targets or you're so off, but you also can't be an informed eater and make changes based upon what you're putting in. So I really think, I know it does take a little bit more effort up front, but when you are first beginning, I do want to really encourage my clients to begin tracking your food ahead of time before you eat it, because that's going to help you make informed decisions about, okay, do I need to tweak this? Do I need to add in more veggies? Oh my goodness. I thought this meal was high protein. It literally has 10 grams, so we got to bump that shit up. So logging your meals ahead of time could be really helpful. My second practical dieting tip for you is I want you to go about food tracking, not just going through the motions, logging your food, but I want you to track your food with the intention to learn portion sizes. I think this is incredibly important, especially for women like myself who are going out to eat. We have a social life of some sort. We don't want to eat every meal at home. We like traveling. We like going on vacation. We go to weddings and we travel places. If you eat at least one meal out of your house during the year, you are going to highly benefit from this. And the way you make eating out and sticking to your plan, regardless of where you're at in the world, is you have to learn portion sizes. Learning your portion sizes means that as you're logging your food, you're not just going through the motions. You're not just tracking your food and seeing a number and that's the end all be all. But you are actually tracking your food choices so you are able to learn those portion sizes and particularly see what they look like so you can get a gauge for what your body needs. Tracking is not just going through the motions, putting food in an app, and not thinking about what you're actually entering. My most practical tip regarding portion sizes and being able to have confidence even when you get to the place where hopefully you want to get rid of food tracking and food blogging is tracking, not just to track, but tracking to actually learn something through this process. Okay. My third practical dieting tip is stop using the idea of cheat meals and cheat days in your routine. If you struggle with eating very good during the week and the weekends are where you get off track and you are finding yourself not making a lot of progress, chances are there is an underlying all or nothing dieting mindset you are struggling with. The all or nothing dieting mindset is when you either are all in on your goals, you're so perfect, you're so clean, you're so restrictive, you're so diety, right? Or you're completely off track. There is no in-between. And if you view cheat meals and cheat days as a normal thing in your routine, what that is supporting is undereating and then overeating for many women. And it's promoting this idea that these foods can't fit in unless you're going overboard. So what I find much more effective is stripping ourselves of even using those words. I don't use the word cheat meal or cheat days. Now, there are more fun foods and fun meals that you know many women might use the word cheat meal for that are way more delicious and decadent and don't necessarily hit your targets. But when you become a hot girl and you want to lose weight, you have to have what I call the hot girl mindset. And the hot girl mindset isn't, I look a certain way. I have my shit together. Look at me and my body. No, that's not the hot girl mindset. The hot girl mindset is viewing things as balance, viewing every meal as an opportunity about how do you want to feel? Because at the end of the day, I of course have meals here and there that are totally not 100% balanced. Sometimes I love a little fast food moment, but of course that isn't every day. And I know for some people, they might call that a cheat meal. I call it a fun meal because what you attach to that meal is also going to impact your relationship to it, how much you eat of it, and like the guilt factor. So yes, you can have meals that are more fun and they're not as nourishing compared to like your day-to-day. But I also think part of that hawk girl mindset is how do you want to feel? And 
know, context is king. If I want to feel really good and I know I've been having a ton of meals like that, my digestion is going to change. My energy is going to change. I'm probably getting hungrier quicker. I might not feel as great. So in your decisions, when you have this hot girl mindset, you're not just going off of what you want, but you're also thinking about what you need. But it really first begins with this idea of cheat meals are not a thing. Like you're not cheating on your diet. Your diet is this thing that you make choices all day, every day. One meal, one day doesn't define your health and you know exactly how you feel. I mean, your choices add up and they have significance. But if you struggle with consistently seeing progress, we have to strip this idea of cheat meals and cheat days. And it's more about how can we make every meal to give my body what it needs? And even if you don't have a veggie in it, maybe we're getting protein. Maybe we're you know, trying to be a little bit conscious about the calories. And this even goes for maintenance too, not just weight loss. But when it comes to dieting the right way, no more cheat meals, no more cheat days. It's how do we want to feel today? And if you do want to have more fun, that's great, but you're not cheating on your diet because that can fit into your calorie budget. That is okay. Okay, my fourth practical dieting tip for you is I want you to make it a non-negotiable every flipping day to prioritize at your meals having 20 to 30 grams of protein. Of course, you might have one meal over the next five months that perhaps you don't hit the 20 to 30 grams. It happens. Sometimes I love a veggie burger at a vegan restaurant, you know, random things like that. But all in all, especially when we are trying to lose body fat, build muscle, transform our physique, also manage our blood sugar, manage our health, manage our body composition, especially as we get older, this 20 to 30 grams is really a non-negotiable. It's literally what your body needs. And if you don't know what 20 or 30 grams looks like, you want to revisit tip number two about tracking your food to learn portion sizes. And a really easy way I like to think about this is how many ounces of chicken or turkey or fish and like these high protein foods do I need on my plate to hit that 20 or 30 grams? Now, of course, as you log your food, you're going to realize, okay, even like foods that I don't consider proteins are going to have a little bit, but I like to view portion sizes, especially via the high protein and high nourishing sources of it. So I like to think of really high protein foods and what are those portion sizes for me to hit roughly that 20 to 30 grams without even caring about the rest of my meal. But 20 to 30 grams is really going to help you manage your appetite, boost your metabolism, get full, and most of all, really make weight loss easier and also make eating less easier so you're not miserable and you can actually stick to your diet. My fifth tip, my fifth practical dieting tip for you, girlfriend, is when it comes to food logging. I know a lot of you guys might plan your meals ahead of time, which is really great. But my tip is actually related to just having go-to options. I think one of the most practical approaches to eating healthy for the rest of your life is for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I want you to create two meal options for each. That way, if you are not logging your food, you don't even think about what you want. You have no idea what's going on. You have two options for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that hopefully are going to hit your calories, that are hopefully going to hit your macros, and most importantly, are just easy, no-brainer meal options for you. A lot of times when women have trouble losing weight, they don't know what to eat, and they don't know what to eat because they never thought about it, or they were just given a plan that's like, here, follow this meal plan, but they don't actually consider, what do I want? Anything can fit into calorie tracking that includes going out to eat. That includes anything that you want, literally anything in fit calorie tracking. At the end of the day, at that meal at home, I really do believe having one or two options for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that can be just go-to meals that you also get very great at cooking, very great at assembling. It doesn't have to be like a super long cooking process is going to make this a hundred times easier for you. That means breakfast, maybe you were cooking some eggs with toast, 
and you're having some fruit on the side with a little bit of peanut butter on the toast. So maybe like a peanut butter banana toast or something like that. Maybe breakfast is overnight oats. And I love like high protein overnight oats. That's just like we put it all ingredients all together in the fridge and then you have it the next day. Maybe it's taking some high protein waffles and you're pairing it with like turkey bacon or like a high protein yogurt. I love those like drinkable chapani yogurts. Just having really quick options. I know for some of my like go-to meals, I love making tacos and I either do beef or I do ground turkey. So it's a little bit leaner. I love doing taco bakes. So I'm doing rice with veggies in the oven, fajita kind of style. And I do that for like lunch and dinner because I oftentimes mix and match those meals. I love doing tuna wraps or chicken salad wraps. You could do it with crackers instead of a wrap. Just having go-to options. You should be able to list off go-to options for those meals that now perhaps maybe you don't have all the ingredients right now, but you have these go-to meal options that, you know, if you went to the store, you could assemble them pretty quickly and you want to get really good at making those two meals for each. And then if you are more advanced at this, I think as you add to your repertoire, having more and more meal options that you can create, having like three to four for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just going to increase what you can eat and also knowing that it actually is going to fit your diet and give your body what it needs. All right, ladies, if you haven't heard the news, this is your last chance to lock in your hot and healthy membership before our prices go up in 2024. Mark your calendar because on January 4th, this will be the last day to lock in our current pricing ahead of the really exciting updates and features we are adding to the program. If you are a current member of the program, do not worry. You will be locked into your current pricing. If you are on the fence and you have been wanting to join us to achieve your goals, especially in 2024, this is definitely the time to join because this is the lowest price the program will ever be again. Head to the show notes or the sororitynutritionist.com backslash membership to join the program and get going towards your weight loss goals before January 4th. Now back to the episode. My sixth practical dieting tip, especially if you're trying to lose fat in 2024, is I want you to incorporate some sort of meal prepping and organizing into your routine. Now, I like to do Sundays, but if you don't know what you're going to eat, it is going to be extremely difficult to stay on track. Now, what this does not mean is you don't have to plan out every single meal item for the week and know that, okay, on Saturday, you're going to have this. On Sunday lunch, you're going to have this. It doesn't have to be so cookie cutter. When I say planning and prepping and organizing, it's getting a vibe of your week. And when I think about what holds women back, it isn't the fact that you have to make decisions on the go. It's not setting yourself up for success especially when you are at home and you are cooking some meals at home. Because how are you going to know what to buy at the grocery store? How are you going to get the vibe of, okay, is this meal going to be more on track or off track? Or is there a little bit more flexibility? Put it that way in that meal because you know I am eating out a little bit more or I'm not eating out as much. You have to think about your week at a glance. You think about it, I'm sure, with work and your kids' schedules, but you really have to think about it with nutrition. And while I might not know on Sunday exactly what I'm eat on Friday, and I will say it depends on your vibe. I know in my family and household, me and my husband, we have meal ideas because we buy certain things. We're like, oh, you know, this week, let's have some steak tacos. That's super fun. We always have like chicken breast and chicken thighs. Like those are go-to things for us. We're like, oh, you know, one week, maybe we'll do a stir fry with, you know, a lot of frozen veggies and rice that we always have. And 
chicken sausages and we can throw that in the air fryer for an easy protein. And like we get the vibe of general things we want for the week, but you don't have to plan out, okay, exactly on this day, we're going to have this. Now I have clients that do that, that obviously crush their journeys because they're so planned and prepped ahead of time. But you do need to have some sort of idea about the week so that way you know what to buy. You know, what are some of those go-to meal options that are going to be in rotation this week? And some of those meals can be the go-to options that you've created as part of tip number five. But some of them could be also new things. We're constantly mixing and matching and experimenting. Plus with tip number two, when you track your food and learn your portion sizes, it's going to be easier to make those decisions on the fly because you can make whether it's fish or chicken or turkey or whatever protein source you're in the mood for, you're able to really mix and match those options and still create meals. But you have to get a vibe of what your week looks like. And another aspect of this tip is getting a vibe and prepping and organizing ahead of time every week will also be really important if you are traveling, if you are eating out. I mean, literally with my clients, if they're going to a restaurant and they are so overwhelmed, they will post it in our private coaching community area or we'll talk about it on a coaching call and we will bring up that menu and I will ask them, what do you want? What's the vibe? What's the rest of your day going to be like? What are you going to eat for your other meals? So I have that context about what you're going to have going into this meal. And then you plan it out. It takes effort, of course. It takes you know, your brain power being able to think ahead of time. And I don't want you to feel, okay, you have to order this at the restaurant. I give my clients options, but if you're not planning ahead of time, of course, you're planning to fail. And when it comes to planning ahead of time, I just want to point out that if you find at the beginning of the week, it's super overwhelming, split it up into do it on Sunday and do it on Thursday ahead of the Friday kicking off the weekend. I also really like to get into the mindset of taking some time, even the night before you're packing your kids lunch or, you know, I know when I was especially in grad school and some of my first jobs, I would have to pack my lunch either the morning of or the night before. The same goes with planning. You can actually plan your food the night before and get the vibe of what your next day is going to be. Take it one day at a time. It doesn't have to be one full week and every single meal, 21 meals plus snacks over the course of a week, but there has to be some sort of planning and preparation and it's going to streamline this for you so much. It might feel weird or different at first because you've never planned your food this way, but it's just like planning for your study session. If you have no idea what you're studying, you have no idea where your weak points, what you need to be studying for the test because you haven't covered this topic, you're going to fail the test. You're going to fail weight loss if you don't plan in some way, shape or form, but it does not have to feel overwhelming. Just getting a vibe about, okay, what are some of the meals I'm going to have? And putting a little bit more thought into it, even if it's not writing anything down, just even putting a little bit of thought into it. Okay, my seventh practical dieting tip for you ladies is I want you, when you are trying to lose body fat, when you're trying to improve your health, when you're trying to manage your blood sugar, change your body composition for life, I want you to get very focused on one mindset shift that goes along with this tip, not about what not to have, what do you need more of? And the thing besides protein that my clients need more of is whole foods. My seventh practical dieting tip is related to how can you add more whole foods to your meals? Now, I'm a big believer. Frozen options are really great with this. When I'm talking whole foods, I'm not just talking about the produce section and all of those perfect veggies at the farmer's market or the produce section at the grocery store. I mean, those are really great, but whole foods also means wholesome foods that are less processed. So what that means is whole foods means instead of going for you know, bread that's white, what if we went for whole grain products like oats, 
brown rice, whole wheat bread. Those are all going to be whole grains. Whole foods means fruits and veggies. It also includes frozen fruits and veggies. I mean, fun fact, literally before recording this podcast, I told one of my clients she needed some like grab and go quick, really easy things because this week she hasn't been able to cook related to procedure that she got and some things that were going on. So I'm like, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. And I know it's not the most delicious thing in the world all the time. You can make it very tasty though, but always have frozen veggies in your freezer. Frozen broccoli, I put that shit in the oven or my air fryer, get it nice and crispy. I know it's coming from frozen. I love fresh broccoli, but frozen is just one of those, oh shit, really easy things that you can make sure you're adding it to meals. So you're hitting that veggie component and fiber component. Another idea with frozen veggies is they create a lot of mixes. There are quinoa veggie mix blends with like seasonings and flavorings. Um, Sometimes there's like couscous, feta, Mediterranean veggie mixes. I mean, there's so many fun different options at the grocery store. Yes, I love having just plain veggies that literally the only ingredient is veggies because they're flash frozen at peak ripeness. Same with the frozen options for fruit. But yes, having the plain ones are great, but also they have veggies that are flavored, make your life easier. And that's a really easy way to just add it to meals, especially when it's like an oh shit meal option. Whole foods means veggies, fruits, whole grains, even nuts and seeds and legumes, beans. These are all going to be wholesome foods. The more wholesome foods we can incorporate into your diet, the better. And when I say wholesome foods too, maybe it isn't having like beans plain from the can. Maybe it's having hummus. Maybe it's having hummus with veggies or crackers or using that on your wrap that has veggies on it with a protein. And, you know, there's so many different options you can have. But one of the best things you can do instead of focusing on eating less is not just eating right, not just eating what you need more of, but specifically trying to make a conscious effort to add more whole foods into your diet and into your meals. It's one of the easiest things that will help you save calories. But it also has a very massive impact on the quality of your food and your metabolism. Your metabolism is basically how you break down food. But when you add in foods that are harder to digest, but not like the bad harder to digest, meaning you're going to get gas and bloating from them, which yes, whole foods can do that because they have more fiber and it takes more energy to try to break down these foods. But when you're adding more wholesome foods to your diet, it's making your metabolism work harder. And when I say work harder, it means you're going to actually be burning more calories, breaking down those foods alongside a slew of other benefits, the vitamins and minerals and the quality of what you're having. So while all foods can fit, of course, we can have some fun meals sprinkled in there. If you are trying to take your weight loss goals to the next level in 2024, if you're trying to lose body fat, if you're trying to tone up, trying to get lean, get fit, feel amazing, be healthy from the inside out and feel actually fit and look fit, absolutely add more whole foods into your diet. Small swaps any way that you can. Of course, calories still matter, but what you eat is going to help you skyrocket your progress in 2024. Okay, ladies, that is all I have for this short and sweet seven practical dieting tips episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to leave a rating and review. I love reading them. And before I let you guys go, I also wanted to give a shout out to review that was left on November 8th from Oh Mama. It says, thanks from a mid-sized mama. And what she said really stood out to me. She was like, I feel like I'm the IG YouTube podcast space. There's just like so much negativity around women who want to lose weight that we all should eat intuitively and love our bodies the way that they are. 
But the reality is our bodies go through so many changes in our lifetime. Hello, I had two babies in two years. And there might be periods where we want to or perhaps need to lose some weight so we can achieve whatever goals in life we may have. Thank you for actually providing real actionable steps for this and making it fun in the process. I love this. And I want to remind you come 2024, which is literally here already. And I know this is our first episode of the new year. When it comes to losing weight, there's going to be so much opinion on you should do this, you should do that. And of course, you know, I try to myth bust and give it to you guys so real, hence the seven practical dieting tips today. But at the same time, anyone who's shaming you for wanting to lose weight or wanting to do something to improve your health, weight loss can be a negative thing when you're going about it the wrong way, when you're restrictive and when you're not caring about your body composition. But I always just like to remind women that weight loss and losing body fat and changing your physique, of course, has health benefits because how you eat and how you fuel your body and your fitness absolutely impact your health, your longevity, your quality of life. And, you know, it is a science. There is an art and science to losing body fat and building muscle. It isn't just something, oh, you're self-conscious. You just care about how you look. You just care about your aesthetics. Achieving these goals doesn't mean that you just care about what you look and you're so self-absorbed and you know all the negative things that come with that. And I really want Hot Healthy Never Hungry to always and continue to be the space for women to not just lose weight and approach their goals in a healthy way, but also have confidence that if you have these goals, yes, you'll be able to achieve them. You'll be able to maintain them with how we go about this, but you're not alone. It is okay if you want to change your physique and body. I cannot believe in 2024, we are still having this conversation. So shout out to Oh Mama 2 on November 8th. I appreciate this rating and review. And most importantly, you are always welcome here to work towards these goals, whether it's losing weight, maintaining your progress, or just prioritizing yourself more as a busy mama of two. I love you. Thank you for that review. And I will see you guys next time. Hey, girlfriend, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.